Rick arrived first, in the mid-seventies. Terrified because Mississippi had that reputation, that myth, the prominent aspect of which wasn't the lovely Old South with its high manners and splendid architecture, but ignorance, burning, lynching. Being from Houston, having lived five years in New York City and just out of graduate school, he figured he was profoundly enlightened and Mississippi wasn't. Indeed, his introduction to Hattiesburg was at an all-night gas station on Highway 49 where a lone teenager-slash-halfwit was capturing pinching bugs attracted by the bright lights and corralling them in a five-gallon bucket of sand he kept inside his little glass booth, a diversion he favored because, as he said, he liked to watch the bugs kill each other. This was two in the morning, and Rick and his girlfriend had been driving all day from Baltimore, where the morning before they'd had brunch with the British literary critic Tony Tanner in the polished mahogany restaurant on the first floor of a hundred-year-old hotel. Now, instead of talking about postmodernism, they were facing it, and it didn't seem to know their names. So Rick spent the first six weeks of his employment at the University of Southern Mississippi commuting from Houston, a safe 450 miles away. In time, he discovered that Mississippi was as civilized as anywhere else. The gas jockey, notwithstanding, things had apparently changed, and at least in Hattiesburg and around the university, the myth was a phony. In fact, Taken as a whole, the people he met in Mississippi began to seem gentler and more humane than many he'd run into in ostensibly finer settings. Probably there were remnants of the old Mississippi elsewhere in the New South of the 70s, but those remnants weren't on public view, did not seem dominant. In spite of the benighted reputation, Mississippi seemed more than its share enlightened. Steve arrived nine years later, and if some of his impressions were different, maybe that was because when he arrived in Hattiesburg, he had already spent the previous two years teaching at a university in Monroe, a dim, depressed, trash-strewn Louisiana town where even the snakes hung their heads. If the races seemed to him stiffer with each other in Mississippi than they had been in Louisiana, Hattiesburg itself was clean and bright, and the people were friendly. There was more money, apparent, and the roads were mostly paved. During his first weeks in town, he noticed two, maybe three, Volkswagen Beetles. You wouldn't have found them in Monroe.